Bobby the Boomer. His mission is to inspire belief, rekindle his clan's fire, to revive the hopes and dreams of his tribe so they will rise up once again. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. Nope. It's Bobby the Boomer. Bobby the Boomer. Hey, Bobby. Bobby boy. Yes, Grandpa. Go fix it the world. Here's Bobby. This is Bobby the Boomer coming to you with another blast from the way back past for you. And I'm introducing it from the mobile studio and I hope you enjoy it. Here you go. And the title of today's show is Finding Rest. Yes. And I want to talk about what it is we do or what can you do and tell you some of the things that I like to do to find rest on what I call the Sabbath or what I call the rest day. And again, I am a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm a Christian. Not ashamed of that. But I'm not here to beat you over the head with the Bible, tell you you got to do like I do and be like I be. That's not my job. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to be God. I'm just here to love you. And all is welcome. And I just wanted to talk about, you know, we have our busy, 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 busy day. And then we need to rest. I know, uh, you know, as long as we're physical, we need to sleep because... I've tried it where you try not to sleep, or I've had jobs where you can't sleep. The more time that you're awake, the less efficient you become, and the more you need sleep. And the less amount of sleep you get, the more amount of sleep you need to catch up. I used to work 24-7, sometimes 48 hours on, and then I'd just kind of do that, have a regular day, and then do it again, have a regular day, and end up getting comatose for about 18, 20 hours during the weekend. That's not really resting. That's more like recuperating. That's more like um, recovering from trauma. <laughs> It's not resting. There's a scripture, Matthew, and it's 11.28, where Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Now, I'm not quoting it exactly, and i got a whole bunch of different quotes. Usually, I don't read from a piece of paper. I just do a non-scripted thing. But there were a couple of way, words that's worded here in the different translations. A living translation said, Who are weary and carrying heavy burden? You know, do you ever feel like that? You're working your work day, and I mean, we're weary. We're tired after a long week of work and we carry heavy burdens another version the english standard version says who labor and are heavy laden another one uh, holman christian standard says weary and burden international says weary and loaded down you ever feel loaded down you know they have the information overload sometimes i feel pretty loaded down with information but sometimes i feel loaded down with responsibilities you ever feel like you're just just so many responsibilities, so many things, so many weights to carry, so many other people's burdens and problems that you're worrying about, trying to take on. I like this one. This is the uh, Aramaic Bible in plain English, and it says, For you who labor and are forced to bear burdens. Forced to bear burdens. You ever have a boss that gives you a pile of stuff at 325 on a Friday afternoon when you're supposed to leave at 330? 
or you get a service call. In my case, it would be a service call at 329 that they had all day that they need now. Got to be fixed right away. They didn't call you early in the day. They call you just as you're getting ready to grab the doorknob to leave. You ever get that one? And another one, the Weymouth New Testament says it toiling and burdened ones. So that's my amount of reading the Bible for the day. I just want, I like the way it said weary and burdened or loaded down. For me, Jesus gave me the offer to come to him and he would give me rest and I, I do follow the Bible as best I can. I'm not perfect. Nobody is. And if they say they are, then they're lying and now they're not perfect because you're not supposed to lie. So, but I know better than that. I know I'm I'm far from being perfect, but I try the best I can. And one of the things that Jesus did promise was that he would give us rest if we would come to him. There are ways to rest in and refreshing, but I'm saying that's my way. I like on a Saturday to study the Bible. I like to read the scriptures. I like to find out more about God and his way. I love stories tell if you're listening to my regular podcast i love telling the stories i love hearing stories and i like reading about stories there's a lot of stories some folks say the bible is nothing but a story fairy tale book or story book i'm not here to debate that i'm just saying it's got a lot of cool stories a lot of good principles and this week earlier oh man I, I wanted my graham cracker and my milk and i wanted to put my head down on the desk and take a nap <laughs> like kindergarten remember that they still do that so what do you do? I just kind of want to talk about it, chit-chat. You know, you got to slow down, and there's many ways to slow down. One of the ways to slow down is to stop moving so fast, stop standing. So sit down. Want to slow down? Sit down. That's one way you can, if you, you get your body to stop moving, you can start to get in a position, physically and mentally, to slow your mind down. And once we slow our mind down, we can try to stop. You know, you got to stop. What I I have a real hard time with is to just not think about stuff. One way I used to do it in the past, back in the military days, I drank a lot. And uh, that would get me to stop thinking. But I wasn't really resting. That's another drug-induced coma. Let's see, what else? I used to watch a lot of what I would term as mindless TV. No plot, no story, no... It's just totally stupid TV. You don't have to think. You don't have to figure out anything. Now, if you watch something cool like, you know, CSI or Murder Mystery or something, you're trying to figure out who did it, how they did it, how are they going to get away with it. But I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about... I'm not even going to name them because I don't want to make anybody feel bad for their TV show. But you know what I'm talking about. Just shows that you just kind of watch and your eyes can glaze over... If somebody asks you, what what did you do the last three hours? Watch TV. What were you watching? Uh, I don't know. What was it about? This guy. That's not really wrestling. When I talk about finding rest, I'm talking about not just the physical and outer peace. When I talk about rest, I'm talking about the mental rest, the physical rest, not drug-induced or hypnosis dumb TV, boob tube, uh, whatever. I'm talking about true rest that's good for you, uh, refreshing. I'm talking about when your body is able to restore itself and heal itself from sickness, uh, when you can slow down, and when you actually enjoy the time. You're not stressed out, worried about what the next project is and if you're going to get it out on time and I hope I can get it finished or, oh, what if the boss comes and tells me to do something else or, oh, if the phone, you know, sometimes I get to where the phone rings at work and it's almost like somebody just blew up the desk next to me. 
puts me on edge immediately. You know, you get enough, it's like Pablo's dogs, you get enough bells ringing. And if you're stressful and the bell rings, you're going to be stressful every time the bell rings. So it's part of brainwashing, conditioning, and all that kind of stuff. So when I talk about resting and refreshing, I'm talking about true rest or a spiritual rest and a physical rest where you actually are getting some calm from the storm. I haven't learned how to be at peace and rest when nutty things are going on around me. That's why I think for me, uh, the one in seven break is pretty nice because I can remove myself from the J-O-B. I don't have to be there. I don't have to go in and be around people that have been nervous and that I don't like. That do things that I don't like. That's the perfect, that would be the perfect deal when you can be able to rest and be at peace uh, no matter what. I'm trying for that, but it's it's kind of elusive sometimes. You do the best you can do, but like I said, that's why I like Spiritual Saturday and 1 in 7 to rest and refresh, pull away from all that. Even Jesus sometimes he would said he would go out to the mountains or go to pray by himself to get away from all that. Yeah, so I think that's one of the reasons we uh, physically, we need that rest and refreshing physically. We're not all super spiritual beings where we got it all figured out like some of the gurus and stuff. I remember taking an oriental art class. They were talking about the folks, that, the guys that lived up in the mountains where the wise old man where you'd climb the mountain and say, what is the meaning of life, sir? People would climb this, you know, hard mountain. I'm always reminded of the parodies and the type stuff where the people go, they show them going through all this hardship to get to the top of the mountain, and then they say, what is the meaning of life? And the guru goes, how should I know? What? Say what? I used to think, well, heck, if you're up in a mountain in nice nature and there's no jerks running around giving you a hard time like at the J-O-B or in the city or no throngs messing with you with their issues and hey it's easy when you're up in the mountains with the birds singing and the breeze blowing and a nice awesome postcard looking scenery I don't know maybe where they were or what they were doing and the situation in their area was so terrible they had to do that to get some peace and to find some rest. So what do you do? Do you go up somewhere quiet, go to the mountains? Some folks like to go to the beach. Some folks like to go to the beach where they can hear the sound of the ocean. It's very calming. Some folks like to hear the nice breeze. Some folks like absolute quiet. You know, what is it that that gives you peace, that helps you to find your rest? You know, this is a very important uh, issue, is to find rest. Especially, I don't know where you are in the world. You know, you can listen to this all over the place. There's turmoil all over the world. Ukraine's having a lot of hard times. And, you know, the Middle East certainly is in an uproar most of the time. So many countries now that are having problems. The United States, we're in relative peace, but we have violence. Where we don't have the wars and, and stuff, we sure make ourselves busy, busy, busy with everything to where we don't have time to rest and refresh because we're so busy putting in something in between the next thing of the next thing and the next thing to where we're just busy, 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 busy all the time. All the time. Just normal day-to-day living will wear you out sometimes with all the stuff that, that we get busy doing in America. So what is it that helps you to find rest? Do you sit in a bath? Some folks just like to take a shower. Just the running water like makes them feel good or the warm water on their head or their back. 
or pool water, I guess. Some folks like to swim. Is that what you like to do? Some folks just like to nap. To me, when I take a nap, it's an intentional rest. You know, you have to, like, you got to go to bed at night so you can rest and get to, you know, enough sleep so you can be ready for the next day at work. And you're, it's kind of a striving thing. Sometimes I force myself to go to bed at a certain time, even though I have things I want to do around the house. But I know if I don't lay down and try to get some sleep before the next work day, I'm going to just run a cycle back to the day when I end up just crashing and burning. Then I get sick (laughs) because I'm getting fair and age. I'm not uh, spring chicken. Oh, yeah. It's just not the same. But when you take a nap, yeah, a nap is, I'm going to lay down because I can and close my eyes and do nothing for half hour, hour. Sometimes my naps turn into like full, my wife says a full-born sleeps because I'll take a nap what I, I call a nap three hours later. Oh, that felt good. It's like you weren't napping. You were hibernating. Some folks like to put classical music. Some folks like to read some relaxing story. Sabbath, I, I mean, most of the time I'll read. I read scriptures every day, or the Bible every but I don't spend the whole day, you know, then you end up making a burden out of something that's supposed to be a rest. Just like with sleeping, you know, you sleep at night, you make that like a chore, instead of saying, I need to get some rest. Here's like, I have to sleep. <laughs> Making it a burden. You can do the same with being spiritual. I gotta be spiritual. I gotta do this much reading and this much praying and this much, you know, whatever it is, meditating. And uh, sometimes that, you know, the intention is good. You're trying to rest, but you end up making it more of a burden than a rest. What is it that you do to rest? For me, it's pretty simple. I just like to slow down. I like to know that I don't have to answer my pager. So, if at all possible, and you can take the one in seven, I would highly suggest it. And I don't know, again, you got to figure it out what it is that lets you rest the most. Taking a deep breath, looking at the sunset, looking at the sunrise, looking at the sky, looking at the ocean. Emptying your mind, filling it up with good things. Sometimes I just, I like to take a walk and look at all the cool stuff. Just creation is pretty cool. Having folks over to visit. Having a nice meal, just sitting, not being in a hurry. Like when I'm at the J-O-B, you got to wolf down your food so you can get back to the office, get back to your shop, and start working some more. You know, people punch in and punch out for lunch at work, and they got a half hour for lunch. And it's like you look at them, and they're, they're eating, and they really can't have a good time, and they're looking at the clock with one eye and looking at the food with the other eye, trying to look at each other and talk every once in a while. And then it's like 15 more minutes. 12, 12 more minutes, 11 more minutes, and then when, you know, the clock strikes, bong, 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 it's like they got to run out of the palace and hope they don't lose their shoe, and they better get punched back in because the boss might dock them for some time and their pay or whatever, so that is not restful, is it? Not restful at all, so I like to have folks over, and I like to just sit, you know, have a meal where we don't have to rush, don't have to force force feed anybody and grab their plate to get to the next course before we run out of time. And we just kind of sit, and then we sit, chit-chat. If we want to move to the, to the living room and sit on more comfortable chairs, chit-chat more, that's good. And if we want to have uh, some board games, we'll play the, you know, like, I don't know, 
Speco and Speed Scrabble, if you haven't played that, you're just having fun with friends. You're resting because you're not stressing. You're relaxing. So again, what is it for you? And I hope you find something. Sometimes when you get the evening, if you don't have a pager and you don't have to go back to work, kind of put it out your mind. Just kind of slow down. Slow everything down so that you have time enough to rest, refresh, and you're not thinking about what the next thing is you have to do. You're just in the moment. Not thinking about what happened yesterday or an hour ago and not worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow, tonight, next week. Just rest your mind and your body and your spirit. I'll end with that, and I hope that you got something out of it. I hope it helped. And that's what I have for you today. This is Bobby the Boomer, the baby boomer's buddy, saying you remember to think good, do good, and be good. Until the next time, goodbye and God bless.